0: All right, how we doing, everyone? Um, Stevie Nicks here with uh, cousin D, aka Dylan. And um, you good? Are you good now? Are you good? Are you good to go? I'm good. You yeah. good? You good? All right, we had a we had a false start because uh, <laughs> he was like, "Hold on a minute, wait a minute." So uh, so yes, yeah, so hi. It's been a while since we've done one of these. Yeah, just, So. Pre, did you say pre COVID? Yeah. Yeah. Um which I, I can't even believe that. Um you know, why don't you tell everyone what you've been, you know, doing what you've been up to, you know, since we last uh, since we last spoke, since uh, it's been it's been some time. Let's do a little recap. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Church, Virginia. So I'm in Virginia now. Steve a new state, and about 20 minutes outside of DC. It's uh, it's really not that different from Long Island. I wish it was more exciting. I'm not gonna lie, but it's very similar. Very similar uh, suburbs and the weather. You know, anytime anyone asks me what's the weather like, you know, I check my phone, my Apple phone. I'm sure you check your weather that way too, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know that you can have multiple cities on there. You just kind of flick left to right. You can yeah. It's always within one or two degrees of Long Island, whether it's mm-hmm. hotter or colder. It changes, but it, it's so similar weather uh, suburbs, you know, the towns
0: and whatnot. So it's really not that big of a change, despite it being three hundred miles away. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I, I, it was. Uh, it's been an adjustment without having you, you know, nearby. Um, and I'm sure it's an adjustment for you too. But uh, you know, we're managing. We're you know we're gonna see each other real soon, and um, so so I guess like there's a bunch. Of, for, what did you want? There's a bunch of things we could talk about. Um, like apparently, so so all right. I'll start off with this since uh, we were already talking about this the other night. Um, so I talked to Mike Larkin actually very recently since we last spoke, and um, he's saying now that the Saudi Arabia thing with WWE. Is, is a rumor for now he's saying it's a rumor he's saying the guy who broke it is not reliable and it's been debunked so he says it's a rumor for now but but here's the other thing it could still happen it's not exactly out of the realm of possibilities either
1: as a whole, I have two theories on this, Steve, and hear me out here, bud. Mm-hmm. The first is, by having a rumor leak that it is for sale, in fact, it's a really good, honest way, maybe not the word honest, but it's a really good, accurate way to measure the value of the product and brand. How much could he sell it for? Because people are going to come with him, you know, with, uh, I'm sure, uh, an array of different offers, especially if we're talking about the Saudis. Um They spend a lot of money on that pay-per-view they've had the past bunch of years over there. So, it's a good way for Vince to say, how much is this worth if I am going to sell it one day? Which, these rumors have been going on for years, by the way. I'm sure you and Mike know. Yeah. So, it's a good way to gauge exactly how much it's worth.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Is, why would Stephanie McMahon leave? She left the company this week. So, that's why I think they are gearing up for a sale. And... I don't know if the writing is on the wall with what happened with Vince and you know, I don't want to say me too, but there were some scandalous things that came out, some negative press he hate was forced to say, take a step back. What a tongue twister.
2: <laughs> so it's weird, you know, for him to come back, for Stephanie to sit down
0: in the midst of all these rumors. Something's going on, Steve. What do you think? I I think that you're you're definitely right. I think something definitely is going going on behind the scenes. Um I don't I, I don't know what it is, you know, I don't know enough to even speculate as to what could it it does seem though that 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 the, you know, there seems like there's gonna be a divorce here soon between the McMahon's and 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 WWE um just okay. because, like you said, the right it doesn't look like the writing is on the wall. so I, I do think that, there is, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what Mike my, my Larkin said, um, he thinks, he thinks Disney.
1: I've heard about Disney. Yeah, I've heard that Disney was in the mix. And that's scary. You know, that's, that's a dark road.
0: Because... <laughs> Darker than the Saudis? <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, that's a good More so for the product, because the Saudis love wrestling, right? You know, that's why they're spending the money on the paper. That's why the rumors around them are believable. But with Disney, they don't have, at least to my knowledge, any ties with wrestling ever, right? So what are they going to do? Is it, you know, is it going to be just like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, SmackDown? Like, I just, I, I don't know. I can't see the product getting better with Disney. I can only see it getting worse, and while I don't have confidence that the Saudis could make it a better product, I don't think that it would get significantly worse. I think they would try to honor the product and keep it similar to what they love. I can see Disney getting their hands on it and really trying to morph it into something it isn't.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, on the one hand, on the one hand, you've got. Um, you know, the Saudis and, and their values, and then you have Disney and their values, and it's like, you know, what, what what's going to happen with some of these storylines that, you know, because, um, you know, under under, under the McMahons, um, there, the storylines, especially when you go into like Attitude Era stuff and things like that, um, tended to be a little bit uh, nuts and a little bit risque, and... You wonder what sure. di- what direction, how it's going to affect the, you know this the overall products, as far as who's running it. because obviously we 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 talked about this before. Everybody has an agenda, right? So. Right. So you know depending on who buys it, the the product is probably going to reflect their agenda now. So um, it really that's really going to be interesting. And if, if it does, if it ends up being the Saudis, um, that's going to be really interesting. I think more disney is interesting uh more from a philosophical standpoint um but from a, a fear a pure like juxtaposition of like western values and eastern values and and the different uh cultures and things like that uh it's that from from a, from a more cultural perspective that's more interesting but either way um You're going to see, I think you're going to see a divorce and you're going to see something about the product change depending on whoever buys it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's well said, Steve. And talking about values, you know, in today's age, and rightfully so, the wrestling community, whether it's AEW or WWE, the women's divisions are top dog, right? The women's division is... Not to disrespect the divas of the past, but in the past, you know, a lot of the draw was for, you know, a Tori Wilson bra and panty match. Now, the Women's Royal Rumble has been the better Royal Rumble for the past three years, in my opinion. And the matches and the divas and superstars are phenomenal. The talent level is there. And I think that the Saudis might mismanage that in conjunction with the LGBT community and the following in wrestling that they've had for a long time and that it is building, Right. When it comes to Disney, what's odd to me is that the WWE recently, uh, within the last you know twelve months, went saying you know went on record saying, "Hey, the PG era is over, right? We're done with the PG era. We kind of tried to over appeal to kids, yeah. and we're losing viewership, and you yeah. know the product isn't as good. So how can you claim that we're we're moving on from the PG era and then get bought out by Disney? Right? It's one step forward, two steps back." and i think what's interesting about both options is that they don't have that hunger in them that dog right because if, if disney buys the wwe and it failed will disney fail absolutely not right and
2: mm-hmm.
1: if authority money and investors buy a product and it fails are they gonna go broke right so i no. it, it's it's frustrating because like part of the wwe that made it so great is that it really was passion-based, you know, passion turned to profit, right? Yeah. And I think that that is part of the appeal for it, right? They, they started off in small towns, doing circuits, and it grew into a couple companies, and WWE rose to the top. You know, for whatever reason, I can't pinpoint it. They did a lot of things right. You know, recently they've done a lot of wrong, but I want to see those recent wrongs righted. What a sentence. Jesus, say that <laughs> But I think my point, you know, hopefully came across to the viewers, and I'm excited. You know, I, I heard a rumor, Steve, by the way, to kind of feed off of this. The cons are apparently in the mix for buying WWE.
2: Now, really?
1: the father is the owner of the Jaguars, amongst other things, very successful businessman. His son, Tony, owns and runs AEW, the competitor to WWE. Wow. What do you
0: think of that? That's very. I mean, well, is that. Does that become a monopoly now, if if that happens?
1: Uh, I don't think, like, a monopoly law would come into play, because there's so much indie wrestling, and there still is other wrestling things, like uh, MLW, Major League Wrestling. They have a good following online and YouTube. I find their product very interesting. You know, it's in Texas, so they have a little bit more lucha in there, the luchadors. But, um, yeah, I don't think they could get hit with a monopoly, you know, type of lawsuit or any, um... that's where I'm looking for backlash from that. Yeah, I, I mean, think they could maybe, this is what me and John were talking about the other day. Shout out John, if you're listening, my friend. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, shout out John. Do
1: you remember the, the big emphasis on SmackDown and Raw? SmackDown versus Raw, the brands. They, yep. They still do the drafts, but back then, you know, they would go on other shows and, you know, sometimes you tune into a Friday night SmackDown and boom, a couple of fellas from Raw come in and mix it up. And, you know, the pay-per-views you had where it was, um, SmackDown vs. Raw, forgive me, it's escaping me. It, those had a little extra oomph to it, a little extra washing power, because you could tell that the brand split was real.
2: Yeah.
1: Like at AEW, um, not AEW, excuse me, uh, ECW, the renewal of ECW, at uh, Hamstam New- and Room in New York, they had that scene with JBL, that iconic, he was drunk and he was going off and talking smack about uh, Raw. And it was just iconic, man. And I think it'd be cool if he did that, a draft, ran both shows, did an AEW draft and a WWE draft. That'd be really cool, I think. And and that's, that's when the fans win, if something like that was to happen, not just these corporations.
0: Yeah, I think it would be cool. You, were you talking about uh, Royal Rumble before?
1: I was, yeah, the Royal Rumble's coming
0: up. Dude. There you I go, know. there you go. I knew what you were talking about. I, I love
1: the Royal Rumble. It's a very unique pay-per-view. It's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, actually, that's that's one of the ones that like I I kind of like pay attention to a little bit just because it's so unique, you know. It's like the most. Ooh, you're guaranteed a few
1: callbacks. Yeah. Right, a few legends are gonna come out for an entrance in WWE. I remember a couple years back, Edge returned, and what a pop he got! He came back to the brood entrance, and I I went nuts. No, so I'm not gonna lie, I'm almost 30, and I went absolutely insane that a guy I grew up with and idolized, you know, came back for a Royal Rumble. Now he's now he's around, so it's great, a lot of fun. My favorite pay per view.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's so cool. It's just it's the stuff that, the stuff that can happen. And everybody like you know, everybody puts like bets on who they think is gonna win, right? And everybody like gets really uh, super into it. It's really it's really one of the most, uh, one of the more engaging, uh, I think, like pay per views that they have.
1: You're guaranteed a few great spots, right? You have your Kofi Kingston's or your Rey Mysterios who do the high flying stuff. Jumps on the announcement table and jumps back in the ring. You're guaranteed one or two great spots like that. Just true human athleticism. You're guaranteed the callbacks, like we said earlier. And even the entrances. You know, when that clock is ticking, you got six or seven guys in the ring going at it. Five, four, three, boom, as the song hits. It's, you know, it's a great way to kill uh, two, three hours of watching the Royal Rumble. Honestly, it's worth the money.
0: Absolutely.
1: It's a nostalgia bomb. It, it is. Yeah, I love it, dude. I'm
0: going to tune in this year. It, it, it's, it's, it really is a fun, a fun event. I think that and the Steel Cage matches, I think, are the most fun. Yeah, yeah. Love a Hell in a
1: Cell. Love the Elimination
0: Chamber. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, I'll tell you, we're, we're definitely going to keep an eye on this uh, this Saudi and, and this WWE sale situation because, obviously, this is very interesting and... Um, it has a lot of, of ramifications, not just for, for wrestling, but I think for the entertainment world and maybe even some of the sports world. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely look see. Look, look at Live Golf or Live Golf. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, it, 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 we have another one of those situations coming on, and I think now we could, anyway.
1: Money talks, you know, and that, that Saudi money is real deep.
2: Oh, um,
1: yeah. When you hear about it, it gets brought up every time they talk about, like, richest man in the world this year. They're not claiming how much they owe, right? So apparently they're, I don't want to over-exaggerate here, but ridiculously more, right? Like, let's say $100 billion, you know, they're out there like $300 billion. I, I don't know if these numbers are accurate. They're definitely not. In fact, I'm just shooting from the hip. But apparently it's like insane amounts of money. Like, we couldn't even fathom it. So when you have that kind of power, you could get anything you want, right? Yeah. In terms of entertainment, you just pay the price.
0: Yeah, I mean it's 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 insane the type the type of wealth that they have, like, you know, it's like it's for for the rest of the world like their standards are are very very different for what's for what's considered wealthy than us. It's just insane.
1: <laughs> it, it's tough cuz I know a lot of people felt the type of way when certain golfers signed to, to live or live. I'm going to say it wrong the whole podcast so fuck it. I don't let you know. I,
0: I know what you're talking about, so it's all right.
1: But, um, you know, like, how could he do that, right? Like, Mark Norman, the shark. How could he do that? How could he do it? Mark Norman's a, a degenerate gambler. Like, of course he took money from the Saudi Arabians to play and, and from... Oh, like, and I don't fault him for it to an extent, because if you're providing a service and you're playing golf and one employer is going to go ahead and pay you 15 times more than the other, like, who am I to say, shame on you? For
0: taking that right yeah yeah i mean it's 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 economics you know it's it's definitely it's, it's free world economics because you know you, you can go to the to the highest bid whoever whoever values your your services the most is where you can go and you have a, you have a right to to make however much money you you can you know and, sure and,
1: and hockey players and russian hockey fans want their best stars to remain in russia Right, but the fact of the matter is, they come to the NHL because of the fame and the pay. It's superior.
0: Absolutely, and they love the the American system. For a lot of them, is a lot less oppressive for them than the Russian system is. And, and and you can't exactly, you know, be some be wealthy and be in Russia without you know the government being all up in your grill and you having you know because because really they don't really want you to be have too much money, right? So they rather come here.
1: Could be wrong, especially with, like, female superstars and divas. Like, yeah, we'll pay you more, but, like, will your quality of life be better over here?
0: I mean, for, it, 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 you know, it also depends on on the person, too. I mean, you know, you also have to remember that they have, you know, European values. They have different values than us, too. But, um, at the same time, but you know, it, it's the same... I think people people want the are going to take the best opportunity no matter what that is, and you know that's kind of you know what I think that's what we're both trying to get out of here. I think right. I mean, that's, I think, yeah. We're trying. What is the best opportunity? And, and I guess it's different for everyone, right? Is
1: it the most amount of money? Is it following a legacy? Right, like when players take pay cuts to play with teams they loved as kids. Right? Is that the right thing? Is the money the right thing? Um there's a lot of reasons that it, it, it's tough to choose live or PGA, right And if so by WWE or Aew it's it's you got that's gonna factor into the decision of the signings of the you know superstars and athletes.
0: Yeah, and it really comes down to you know what you what are you also willing to give up to? I mean you're giving up you up certain things no matter who you sign with and it depends on your values what you give up. So, you know, that, that also,
1: they bought the WWE, Saudi Arabian investors. It would still remain in America for the most part, you know?
0: No, I know. I know that, but uh, you know, I don't
1: think like, uh, John Cena's moving. Do you know what I mean?
0: No, 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 no. I know that, but I mean like, like it's, it's, it's more of a, it's more having to do with selling your soul, you know, like, because now it's, uh, This is, this is now a foreign interest now. It's not an American interest, necessarily. Even though it's going it to still be American-based, it's not exactly uh, American-owned anymore. So I think people also have to go with their conscience, depending on what they value and what's best for them. And that's you know, what it probably will come down to also for a lot of them, not just them. Obviously, money's very important for anyone, but there are a bunch of things that go into it in a situation like this, you know?
1: I can't wait to stick around and figure out what had happened, and now, like you, you started off with, you know, oh no, there's just rumors, this and that. If that's the case, I mean, that's, if you're on the WWE roster, you gotta feel pretty uncertain about your future.
0: Yeah. You, may, I, you it, might look
1: a little bit better now. You may consider signing them just a touch more than you would have prior to all this talk.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, this is, it's so, the whole, just the possibility of it is so interesting, and it's amazing, like, I I would always, I, I would always, I would always talk to Mike Larkin. We would do the the Stephen Mike show, especially like in the early days. I'd always tell him like, you don't have to feel like you have to, you know, shoehorn wrestling in, in there all the time because you are, you talk about wrestling so much. Like if you want to talk about other stuff, we can talk about other stuff. But like I would always try to steer him away, and then like something like this happens, and now it's like, oh, I actually want to talk. about Because every now and then something will happen where I I want to talk to him about it. So this is one, or I'm definitely looking forward to talking to Mike Larkin about too. Um, Absolutely. so we'll, we'll, uh, I'll def I'll definitely, uh, we'll, but we'll be following this and I'll, I'll let you know, um, you know, what we come up with too. Um, Keep me going.
1: I don't know, you know, an ounce of what Mike Larkin knows when it comes to wrestling. He's like an encyclopedia and he's shout out to Mike Larkin show and his YouTube channel, Mike Larkin. I love his stuff. You know, he reviewed a SmackDown versus raw, um, Excuse me, SmackDown. Here comes the pain. The other day on his YouTube channel, and it was a great video. And, and I love that game. So, yeah, definitely check him out, everyone. He's great.
0: Yeah, he he is he is pretty good. Not gonna lie. Um,
1: Whenever I have a question about wrestling, I text him, and he gets back to me. He's just he's the man. He's so knowledgeable and passionate about it. You know, talking wrestling with him is is a delight. Really, As I'm lucky to have
0: somebody like that. All right, all right. Don't think he don't you know. Don't dig right him too much, all right? Here, I, yeah, I, don't I, dig right him too much, all right? He's going to get a big head.
2: <laughs> the truth. I want to come off like we just talked
0: wrestling for the last, you know, 45 minutes. I just want to be clear. If I 22, somebody, 22. i know Mike Larkin. That kid knows way more than I do. That's
1: all I'm trying to get across. I'll blow him later, though. Don't you worry.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. You know, like
1: Triple H did the uh, the old water spit when he got in the ring? Uh-huh. I mean, me with Mike later.
0: Oh, my God. He might be into that, too. He might be like, yeah, hell yeah! You <laughs> tied in a wrestling reference. I'm in. <laughs> I'm just so happy someone talked about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, good, but. We, I, I I, actually, I have to talk to him about this on the, listen, check the, uh, the next episode of the, uh, Steve and Mike show for more updates on this as if you're only getting it from us and not anyone else, but you know, still, um, so, oh, so do you remember, do you remember how we were talking about, uh, a couple days ago, we were talking about Ohio? Yes. And it's so crazy because I, 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 not long after that I come across this story about um, a guy in Ohio stopped was stopped at a traffic stop um, and he had I think it was an ounce of cannabis on him and you know it's it's not it's not legal there uh, commercially yet. And it's not, it's, you know, medical is, is, is very, very, like they're very, but we talk about this. Very, Ohio is very behind the times. States like Ohio and like these, these middle of the road, no, you know, dead end, nowhere, Midwestern, you know, mid Eastern, whatever states, they're, they're very behind the times. And, you know, things like, well, I'll tell you what, sports gambling is not going to be legal there to like. I think it just became legal there this week, actually, in Ohio. Like, this is the type of state that we're talking about. So, this guy almost died because he was afraid of going to jail for a marijuana charge. And the officer actually had to like give him like the Heimlich maneuver. The officer, I think actually ended up saving his life because they gave him like the Heimlich maneuver and like you know get it was like a, he had you know he had a bag and like swallowed the bag. And, like, was, like, oh, wow. cho- choking to death.
1: Yeah, if they lessened, you know, lessened the laws, he would have never taken the risk and put his life in in harm's way for something as silly as less than an ounce of weed, you know?
0: I mean, it's just, it's so... You know, I, I, we, we, we've we talked about this stuff before, and, like, it's it should be a slam dunk at this point. Legalization, at least on the state level, like... I think we are going to get uh, get to that point on a national level at some point. But I think it would have to be – it would have to get to a point where uh, it would actually be detrimental to a politician. Like they would lose points in the polls to come out against legalization and come out against um, you know, cannabis and cannabis reform and things like that. But on the state level, like, you know, we've said this before. It's easy money, Right. Gambling, sports gambling, and cannabis. That's easy, easy money. Yeah, the benefits right here, right now,
1: right, are significantly outweighing um, the quote-unquote negative aspects of it, right? one, taxpayers and tax dollars are going up due to the sale, legally, uh, of marijuana, right? That's going to be helpful. Same thing with sports gambling, Um but now, now the matter of these taxes being mismanaged by the government is a completely different topic that I'm not going to get into, but <laughs> for taxes, you would think that they would be on board with that, at the very least, right? Um, now, the research, you know, this is not 1957, right? The research now on we both medically, uh, you know, physically, medically, physically, and uh, emotionally uh, are in the favor of, you know, it should be readily available, for those who need it. And if you want to make a choice to do it, it's certainly less, in my opinion, uh, harmful than something like alcohol, right? So just at this moment in time, right here, right now, why not? Yeah, you really can make, you struggle to make an argument that, Hey, we shouldn't legalize it. We shouldn't have a recreational, we shouldn't decriminalize it because of these factors. I just don't see anyone coming up with an argument strong enough for me to change my opinion on that, but I'm open to it. If someone had one,
0: I mean, that's, that's well said, my friend. Like you hit the nail right on the head. Like you, 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 yeah. It's this. That's you're right. I mean, you're absolutely right. I don't understand why. Like there, there. You know, I, I think I think the one of the reasons there's still so much pushback against this still is the, one of the last holdouts. Obviously, is is the pharmaceutical industry. Because they that poses a threat to them, so they're probably the last ones, like the last line of defense, that's still lobbying and coming out against this. Because it's not only is it safer than alcohol, it's safer than a lot of over-the-counter medications too.
1: Oh, for sure. And NFL players, I'll send you the video later on. And I'm sorry, um, listeners. Maybe we can link it in the bottom. But there's a, I think it might be with Vice. I'm not positive but there is a uh, little podcast show where they have on a bunch of NFL players. And a lot of these guys, all of these guys, in fact, the reason they're on is they were talking about weed. And every single one of them at one point said, yeah, the reason I was smoking weed was like, yes, I loved it. Being high is fun, obviously. But when the choice is getting a shot of, uh, Steve, you'll probably know the chemical. I'm going to say it wrong. Try it all or it uh Athletes, baseball players, football players, it, it's just, uh, you know, like a painkiller, and, and it decreases swelling, or taking opioids in the form of pills just didn't seem uh, like the best option in their opinion, so they chose to smoke weed and were often punished for it. <laughs> just the argument that, like, here, let me inject
0: you. Cortisone shot are you
1: talking about? Yeah, it's cortisone, but there was
0: something else they kept talking about. Triadol. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of,
1: it's very similar to cortisone. Yeah. yeah. cortisone and triadol shots, or taking opiates, uh, is the alternative solution to smoking pot. Like you might be arguing for the wrong thing, especially when they talk about factors like safety and health. Get the fuck out of here, right? You can't even make that argument when that's the alternative. So something's got to give, and catch up with the times, Ohio.
0: Yeah, I mean, not just Ohio. The, the, a lot of these states are still just you know really behind it, and yeah, I mean, I don't understand why. Like you know, you're talking about these, you know, the the athletes and the the, the, the things that they have to deal with. I mean, like like it it really helps with 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 like like trauma and like even 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 some of the. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, but I'm sure the research is there's a lot to be done still, but I'm sure the some of the CTE stuff. I'm sure. That it helps with some of those symptoms too, right? I mean, it helps with a lot of like brain, you know, changes in brain chemicals and, and brain functionality. When there's been tri- any type of physical or, or or mental trauma, especially to the brain, it works very very well. That and you know what else I've heard? I'm sure you've heard this too. Uh, psychedelics too work really well with that too, right? Like 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 mushroom. I like real like 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 more traditional, like like mushrooms and um like LSD and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, you know, they say that, and that's also a slippery slope. I, I want to, you know, the benefits of medicinal marijuana is undeniable, but, you know, some people like to just think it's like, oh, it's a cure-all. Like, it's not. It can definitely help. It helps a lot of people with a lot of things, but um, I don't want to overstate the power of it. But, yeah, no, it, it's helpful to the point where you can't deny it, and this is for you, Ohio. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is, this is, uh, this is, uh, yelling at Ohio because they, they, they're just, they suck. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't just go there and just be open with my weed. Yeah, it was, it was because that's the thing, too, I too, Isaac, like, I went there and, like, if you, like, if you want to smoke when you're there, like, you have to, it's like the old, it really is like the old days there, dude, because you, like, have to, like, hide out. And like not be seen, and make sure nobody smells it, and like make sure nobody like notices you doing oh, anything. Like so good, what? But growing up, that was like half the fun. Probably. No, I, I listen, listen. It, it, it's not. You know, it's factor of it, like, you know? when you're when you're kid when you're a kid and you're and you and you or you're younger and you're doing that stuff. Um, yeah. You know, there, <laughs> there's definitely, there's definitely a certain. Uh, uh char aura to it uh, there's that de- you know there's definitely uh, uh an allure but um you know like I, I i don't really want i don't want any more additional hassle to, i just want to you know i just want to get high and not fucking deal with it there it is the smoking gun <laughs> the smoking gun i just gun. Want, to
1: <laughs> I want to get high what an argument <laughs>
0: it's nothing like. <laughs> you, it's not like that at all. Okay, it's a little bit like. that. Put <laughs> a long time coming. Steve, who sings that song? I go back to Ohio. It's a girl rock band. That's all. The Pretenders. Out. That's a great song. they uh, one, one No, absolutely not. They're oh, they're okay. a fantastic band. That was a. Uh, my city was gone. Oh, okay. By I the don't Pretenders. Oh,
1: boy, that's a good one. Ohio sports teams are, have had a bad run. You know, they they need a boost here.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, the Cavaliers had LeBron, right? I mean, they weren't all that bad.
1: No, good point. That was most of the Browns.
0: Yeah, the, the Browns and the Indians. Or oh, I'm sorry. What are they the the Guardians? The Guardians. The the Guardians now. They're the Cleveland Guardians and not the Indians anymore. Oh, oh. How are they doing? I mean, they're okay. You know, they don't. What do you what do you what do you think of that? What do you think of the? It's a little bit old now, but now it's like kind of like set in now that they've actually changed the names There's the red, the controversy with the Redskins and the uh, and the Indians and all that
1: and all that stuff like the commanders and the, uh,
0: the yeah Indian. yeah like the changing of the names and and the whole the controversy the controversy over over all that stuff
1: you know if people were that passionate enough about it for them to make the change. You know, I, I see no difference in it. I think sports teams can evolve and change. Personally, was I offended? No. But, like, then again, I'm not Native American at all. So I could see that if someone was that offended, I wouldn't gatekeep their happiness based off of a mascot's name. You know, like, teams can evolve and change all the time, and styles change, and logos yeah. change, and teams grow. Yeah. So it's not, it, it wasn't the end all be all for me. But personally, I was like, ah, you know keep it. I don't think it's bad. I think it's kind of an homage. I thought it was kind of cool, you know, like growing up the Redskins, uh, it gave me the impression that, you know, Native Americans were tough and strong and, and, you know, had a sense of camaraderie and brotherhood and they played together, you know, like
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I always looked at it in that light. So I was a little taken aback when it first was picking up so much steam. But again, you know, I was like, oh yeah, if you guys are that upset about it, like, you know, go ahead. Fuck it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> see see here, here, here's what i here's my question for you here's 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 what i, I want to know what you think about this how much of it do you think is actually the native americans and how much of it is it actually you know caucasian people or other people that are trying to protest and you know virtue signal on their behalf it's definitely more the latter, of
1: course, as is everything when it comes to woke politics. Right? Rarely is it coming from the said oppressed. <laughs> it's really just coming from the people, you know, just trying to basically, it's like a, that Shane Gillis joke where, you, you know, people post stuff on Facebook and basically they're just, they might as well copy and paste like, I'm not racist, see, look what I posted, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> not on the back. it's just, yeah, and I knew that that was a big part of it. But I just didn't I was like, I'm not gonna
0: stand in the way of this. Fuck it. You know, I'm not dying on this hill. It's fine. Yeah. Change it. I'll yeah. do it. <laughs> i I mean here here's here's I'll tell you a story. I don't know if the, I'd tell you the story. You tell me if, if I've if have if already told you about this. But um so my alma mater, my high school um they they had a, a situation like this happen with them because our mascot was the Redman, you know, similar to like Redskin. And send some, you know, actually one of the uh, students from my class, from my graduating class, actually started this petition saying that the name of the logo is racist and it's offensive toward Native Americans and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, brought basically brought, you know, all of this nonsense and this woke politics into our town. Now, um, here's, the, here's the problem with that. Um... We live in a town in a county that, uh, believe it or not, even though we're in a blue state, is actually tend to be pretty right leaning. So it wasn't well, completely. Most of New York is, by
1: well,
0: county. What?
1: Most of New York is by counties.
0: Yeah. York, Albany and Manhattan. That's yeah. That's... Oh yeah. Oh, I mean it's yeah, uh, but here's but here's you know here's what happened though, when it when woke politics came to town. You know, it was met with a little bit of backlash because not everyone was exactly well receiving and on board with this. They thought it was ridiculous. at a waste of time. And to be honest, this happened during COVID. So I think a lot of it, too, came out of just boredom and have, needing something to do while sitting around all day. And a great way to spend time behind the keyboard is, you know, to virtue signal and, uh, you know, form protests and do things like that. Um you know, like I said, like I knew the person who, who started that original thing. Me and Mike Larkin, like well, I no, I knew her. Mike Larkin didn't know her, but um you know I I, I don't know if she if, if they'd even met like a Native American you know You know, you know a country's kinda on the right path or they
1: must be doing something right when people you know, there's no like wars going on, there's not like really a food shortage or like a massive drought. And people are like, that sports team, that professional sports team's name is upsetting. <laughs> you know? Or this high school basketball team's mascot is really taking me off. Like, if that's what it is, you know, good on you. Fight that fight if you really want to. And uh, hopefully you win. But...
0: Well, I, I'll tell you what. Here, here's what happened. yeah yeah no exactly exactly and, and here's what happened f it, it, you know not long after that they started another another page and another protest thing for it to block to block any type of changes and and you know there was a little bit of pushback and there was pressure from from people who were against that change uh you know also going you know toward the school district And uh, what they ended up doing was they ended up compromising. They actually, what they did was they took down the logo, but they kept the name. Right. Which uh, I felt was, was, uh, you know, definitely a good compromise, but also, like... Wait, they kept the name? Is it still the name to the steak It's still the name. It's still the name. And which I think is also, like, also kind of, like you know, a little bit of a slap in the face to the people who kind of started the whole thing in the first place because I think really it was more about the name than the logo, but they were like, all right, we'll compromise, we'll take away the logo and we'll keep the name. <laughs> 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 you know, it's like, so the whole thing ended up really not be coming out the way they thought it would because there was so much pushback in our town from it.
1: I mean, I guess, Without the logo, you could be like, no, 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 it's not Native Americans. He just fucking loves tomatoes. You you can't
0: prove that it's about Native Americans. It's just the color red. It could be anything. Red is a really just great color. (laughs) So many things go with red. Are
1: they good at sports here in high school?
0: I have no idea anymore. I don't think I even completely knew, even when I went. (laughs) Because, for the most part, for the majority of my high school career, I was not involved in any sports, so I didn't really care. You love sports, man. I do love sports. It's not that I don't love sports. It's not... That had nothing to do with it. It was... Yeah, it's, you know... I was never uh, a rah-rah school spirit guy anyway, so... Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's a, surprise, it's a surprise, right? It's so so shocking. Um no no, yeah, no, you're a good man, D. Who <laughs> Who's a good man, D <laughs> Jeez. Um so um, so yeah, oh, oh. So I know, I know, um, I know you're not doing uh, Facebook and like the social media stuff anymore. Um, so that's why I also I, I won't ask you if you have to plug anything, because I don't think you have anything to plug anyway, right? Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> just I'm just checking. I'm just checking. Um, but um, you know, I am obviously, I am.
1: Just, just to gauge interest, you know, if people would tune in. Um, I, you know, we're talking about sports here a little bit, so it's not too far of a veer on the segue here, but I, I love football. I'm watching the game right now as we speak, the playoff game, Bills, Dolphins, and it's actually surprisingly a great game. But anyway, I'm thinking about doing the XFL, USFL spring football podcast with some gambling picks. Uh, we'll, you know, probably do about a half-hour, 45-minute show. Occasionally have some guests on. Steve, I would love for you to be one of them. Uh, Jonathan, Mike Larkin, we'll have some football fans on. And we're going to make our picks, you know, and we're going to have fun. We'll do a couple crazy picks in episode and then the money makers. So our bread and butter. And I'm really excited for the spring football. You know, we have the XFL, the USFL coming up, two different leagues. It's going to be good to see them competing for viewerships. I think competition is going to. You know, make both of these companies work that much harder, and I'm just excited for it. So yeah, I'm thinking about doing that podcast. Let me know any feedback, Steve, that you get from the viewers and listeners to this. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I think
1: I'm gonna do it. I just want to do it anyway, but I'd love for you to
0: tune in. Listen, you 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 make it happen, and we'll put it on the network. So, you you know, if you want to do that, then we'll we'll, we'll put it off for you, man.
1: Well, I appreciate it, man. Tremendously, I really do. Yeah. Be a-
0: no, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, you know, I'm-
1: into it man it's cool
0: i'll pivot no that's all right. I'm, I'm sure mike larkin would be is on board with this too so i don't think i'm speaking for him or speaking out of out of turn when i say that um you know you i'm definitely
1: i was sucking him off earlier right no
0: <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ i had a plan, I had a plan uh. for the start <laughs> um but you know it's it, it, it's interesting though um because I am, I am obviously I am on social media and I am on on Facebook and Instagram. And Dylan, you might find this very interesting. I've been seeing these. You know about the Open Web uh, like predictive tech stuff they have going on now, where you can like talk. Oh, oh, sounds interesting though. There's this. You know they have this this AI stuff where you can like, you know, ask it any question and it'll answer it just like a human. You can have conversations with this thing just like a human. Well, there are. I've been seeing. Um, you know, there are, there are, there are ads now for AI companions. I've been, I don't know. So now, now I don't know why I'm getting these ads. I don't know why I, just, I don't even have, I, I don't even, I don't even let them target my ads or anything. I don't know how it's finding me. I don't know why, you know, but I do think it's very interesting though, because I, I was, we were, we were touching on it on the, on the podcast, me and Mike Larkin on, um, on SNM, um, our last episode actually about um, how there's a tremendous amount of loneliness among the young male population and they're looking for, you know, companionship and connection through more and more alternative and simulated means. And this, I, I, I mean, is really, I, it really does seem like we're like heading into like an ex machina Type of a situation, you know, you know that you know that movie, right? I don't. You don't know Ex Machina. No, <laughs> I don't. Dylan, okay. What? First of all, great movie. Definitely watch it. Uh, I could have sworn I watched it at your house the first time. Really? I I don't know why I'm remembering watching it in in the family room.
1: I mean, listen, it's very possible we <laughs> we hung out a lot.
0: I mean, I, 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 I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong, though. You know, I'm just, I'm just. But I do remember. I do remember watching it. You might not have been there. Maybe you weren't even there.
1: I'm sorry for the background noise. uh, Al's coming home soon, and she wants an espresso martini, I'm gonna make her coffee real quick.
0: Oh boy! That's right. No, but cause I, because I, know, I know, I also, I know your brother a lot too. So it's possible that it could have been him, could have watched it, for sure. So, um, but it, you should definitely, if you, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's great. But, um, yeah, like we're we're heading. It's a very we we're talking about slippery slopes. I mean, this is like because so. you know, next thing you know, you know, you got you got, you know, real things like real dolls are becoming more like like you're gonna be able to like have like a robotic like human like walking around and wouldn't be able to even like know it that could just be like you know just messing with people and messing with the human race and messing with emotions like it's it's so it's so crazy and they're already they're like you know mar- they're, they're cause these these software companies and, like, you know, these compu- the computer companies—they're—they're they're really the only ones that are marketing to a lot of these 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 people, especially this young male demographic, because they're the only ones that that are buying things like video games and and computer games and things like that. So obviously, they're gonna they're gonna cater more to their audience, right? So how much are- how, how much are are what well. Right, right now, they're, like, I what I've seen are like, are, like, ads for apps on your phone. You, like, have a companion on the app. But, uh, yeah, yeah, but it's, like, a real, it talks to you, like, it's having, like, a real conversation with you, and, like, they're, like, a real person. And what I'm thinking, though, now is, like, you know, eventually, like, that stuff's not just going to stay on an app. Eventually, they're going to start in- incorporating it into, like you know, humanoid, you know, machines. I don't know if you could call them dolls, but... Are you getting one? That's what I need. No, 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 no. That's not why I'm bringing this up. No, 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 no. I'm bringing... This is just cause it's very... It's very interesting um, what they're coming up with, these these advancements in technology. I don't, you know, because we were talking about... Um, it ties into... Remember, cause we, you were doing the VR thing, the VR headset you were showing me. Yeah, and we were talking about all of the all of the potential for all of this, this this technology that's coming down the pike now that, that could be a reality with like in our lifetime. And like when you watch a movie like 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 uh, Ex Machina, uh, you don't really think that like something like that could be possible in your lifetime. And then like you start seeing things like this, and then you you go like, oh wait a minute, maybe. It is possible within our lifetime. like y- y- all of a sudden you're, you're, you're co- your perspective on the world like shifts when you see certain things.
1: It's, it's gonna feel like it's gonna so expensive when it first comes out slowly but surely the prices will become
0: readily available. Oh now. absolutely. I mean that's what happens with all, with all technology, but as it becomes more and more available and more and more commonplace, you have to really start thinking about the ramifications of 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 something with that type of a level of predictive intelligence you know okay. it's okay. really crazy stuff yo
1: you're talking like ai now right you're talking about like
0: yeah oh yeah this is uh, i've i've gone complete sci-fi mode on your ass <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you know, it's it's it, it's slow, man. It really is, because it can really benefit a lot of people if you can have in real life, um, you know, tangible care keep care caregivers, who are you know robotic, and they could really improve the quality of life for a lot of people. But you know, at the same time, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, you know, want to give too much power know AI because you know I don't know One, it's going to be incredibly profitable for the companies that are doing this and you know how, how
0: many more big corporations do we need and mm-hmm.
1: you know it's just it, it's it's unknown right that's I think that's what's scary for me yeah. is I wouldn't know what it would look like and I would have difficulty handing over control right it's like self-driving yeah. car self-driving cars are perfected I bet our parents and even us are going to be a little bit resistant to it, especially at first. I'm sure some people won't even use it. But the younger generations, it's going to be what they know and what they're used to. So they'll embrace it a lot more easily. Yeah. So even if we see AI in our life, I bet we won't utilize it to the potential it has at that time because of that natural resistance. But to youth, it'll be second nature to them, like babies with iPads.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, look at, <clears throat> look at us with, with computers, you know, like our, our parents, you know, they don't really know a whole lot about computers, but we grew up with them, so we, we kind of understand them a little bit better, so, you know. Hurt
1: when I see my parents struggle with, like, their phone, so.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm like, really? Like, this is what's, <laughs> you've been working on this for an hour? Because it's going to
0: take me point two seconds, <laughs> Yup. Yup go sideways. I've watched
1: four YouTube videos. I don't know. I'm like, that. one second, man, it's done. <laughs> Are you happy or mad that I fixed it in a second? <laughs> Major problem today for you has taken me a mere second.
0: To fail. <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then they're like, what'd you do? How'd you do that? It it takes it takes you longer, wait because then like sometimes I want me to teach them how they did it, and it takes me longer to teach them how to do it than to just like do it for them. Right.
1: The worst is when someone's like show me how to do it, and then you're like doing it and by the like 19th.
0: Like, like uh huh. You're like you're not even fucking. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm like re-explaining things like three times, even though like I've said it like very very plain and simply already. Like it's like it's this thing right here. This thing I'm so pointing it at. on, I the power button. Do you fucking hear yourself? <laughs> Did I say power button? That's why, like, that's what I gotta tell you.
2: That's where we're at. Oh, These man. are fingers, and you use them. <laughs> <laughs> <just> here, <laughs> They're
0: attached
2: to you. A <laughs> Oh, man.
0: Jesus. Um, yeah, what were, what were we talking? Oh, we were talking, yeah. So, like, you know, but... I, yeah, you're right. I mean, everybody, as, as time goes on, like, and then these types of things get incorporated into society. Because that's the thing when you talk about: slippery slope. Um, yes, they have a very good potential for good, but also a very good, a very high potential. I should not say, good, a very high potential for bad, also.
1: You know, I was, I was feeling that way just moments ago. What what are some examples of bad? Because I'm kind of struggling. Like I wanna root against AI, but outside of like them killing us, I like, mean can't think of bad. Uh,
0: because think about it, they could be posing like as humans. Like the end like spoiler alert, like oh, the end of oh, get back okay. Yeah, like that's like no, I'm telling you, telling you, watch watch X Machina. It is a it is a insane <laughs> movie. I don't even Sounds like you're speaking another language. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's a movie. Oscar Isaac is is in it. It's a great movie.
2: Oh, Oscar's in it? Yeah.
0: Oh, you know Oscar? (laughs) (laughs) You don't know Oscar? (laughs)
1: Oscar
0: Isaac? That's your selling point? He was, uh... No, no, no. He was in the Star Wars reboots. He was uh, what was he? Poe Dameron. Oh, he's like the new pilot guy. Yeah. I, I'm, I'll tell you
1: Steve, I
0: don't
1: like
0: those movies. I don't think me neither. Dylan, honestly, me neither.
1: Another reason why it's like Disney might buy WWE. It's like they're ruining Star Wars.
0: <laughs> they're ru- they're ruining almost everything they touch nowadays. It's like real crap fest over there. That's why that's why uh, what's his face I had to come back. The CEO that left.
1: It's, yeah, I don't, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's a weird, they're almost like a cult. It's, it's very odd the way they operate. They've been so successful for so long. And, oh boy, you got tin, uh, Steve, you got your tinfoil hat ready? Is it nearby?
0: It's, it's, it's squarely on my head.
1: Is it in arm's reach? Because.
0: Yeah, it's, it's got it.
1: that they operate on in Florida was purchased by the military, right? For pennies on the dollar at a discounted rate, like, you don't think there was some sort of interest on the other end, why would you, you know, I, I guess military surplus things do sell at discounted rates, but it's it's a lot of land, right? And clearly the land wasn't completely useless because he built an empire on it, right? If it was swamp shitty land could, that flooded often, okay, I could see why they would sell it all for so cheap, right? But clearly it was stable enough land for Orlando to exist and boom, right? So,
0: I feel like there had to be an interest there. Is this, is this Alex Jones now? Are we doing Alex Jones now? Where did the land come from? I could do another draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, if you did, that would that'd be it. That would be it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the water on Flash Mountain is turning the children. Gay. <laughs> You go so the slide of man, you come down the
0: slide a sissy. <laughs> they wanna build a wall around Florida.
1: <laughs> Disney's castle is a symbol of oppression.
0: <laughs> why why is there Nazi imagery in Disney cartoon?
2: <laughs> Always wearing gloves, not leaving fingerprints on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: not alex jones it's slowly
0: devolving it's gotten worse each line but it's no but it's it's so crazy like i've actually been talking to like a couple of people not just you about him and about how like over the years how he and i know we had this conversation recently he said some of the craziest shit and now like so much of it is coming out and turning out to be true like are you kidding me? Like, with, like, the gay frogs is a perfect example of that. Like, sounds absolutely ridiculous, right? And you told me about it and, like, told me to watch that documentary and I was like, that sounds completely batshit crazy ridiculous. And if Alex Jones is saying it, there's a good chance it's ridiculous. But then, sure enough, boom. Yeah, and
1: it was, that documentary was phenomenal. I can't remember his name. But he talked to scientists directly involved and scientists that were paid by the companies to produce studies that showed that it didn't have harmful effects and weren't, you know, turning frogs into hermaphrodites, right? Which is true. And it's just crazy. Like, of course the government's going to lie, especially when there's profit involved. And, you know, at least, in my opinion, an attempt for manipulation, right?
0: I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's just it's so much fuckery going on to you know, excuse my lack of a better word um and and then like he talks about it and then like he goes there's no way that's true. There's no there's no way that's true. And it ends, up, it ends up being true. It ends up being true. But like the thing the thing is like is like his credibility is like always cuz it's him. Like his credibility is always shaky cuz it's coming from it's almost like people like will feed him like has some
1: like the sandy hook thing
0: yeah no i mean like like people like would yeah i mean like people feed i think people will sometimes feed him like actually like true information just cuz like you know look at who it's coming from you know like like if he i think the scariest part sorry
1: watching the game about the frog scape is is that he's not the journalist who who figured that out, right? That was known because of the research by that doctor and the documentary by OKI's weird stories on YouTube. Um, so he just he said it too, Steve. He didn't like have a segment on it. It literally was like a three second clip where during a rant he was like the water and the chemical turning the frogs gay. Like he just briefly brushed by it. And yeah, he's known for it. It's you know gay frogs, Alex Jones. It's just your first thought. So <laughs>
0: it's just—it's so crazy. It's, him,
1: Look, he's talking about this. Look how crazy this guy is. And it's like, well, he didn't discover that one, so it's like a poor label attempt. And two, it's true. Like, it's not turning the frogs gay, but it is having a set—it's having significant effects on sex organs. And
0: um I, I think a better a better way to say it probably like the things he says are are based in truth. How about that? Is that probably a better way to say it? Think, yeah. Yeah, because it does. He does. He does like put his own. That you're all right. He does put his own spin on things. It's not like he's like a like a Nostradamus over here being like super Mr. Prophecy over here. But like he says a lot of ridiculous things. Like this is the point. It's like he says a lot of ridiculous things. And then, like there is truth like behind a lot of the shit that he says. And you know, obviously he says a lot of ridiculous shit too. But I think like he, I think he he does know he does know some things. But it, the fact that it's him people don't care if it comes from him and the things get out because especially now he's lost all credibility. I mean, like they don't care what he says.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, you know, sprinkle a little truth in in insane lies because the insane lies are going to be the title of the channel, uh, videos and podcasts. So, you know, those get the clicks. And then he sprinkles in a little truth is just, it's no wonder he's not credible, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, you know, you're
1: right? X percent of the time, and I'm sure that percentage is not very high. There is bits and pieces of truth sprinkled throughout. Yeah, it's lies. That's like if you just didn't. Sure, your show couldn't be forty minutes. Right, it'd probably be about like ten to fifteen minutes long. But at least you'd be a more reliable and respected, you know, source, unless. It, I don't know. It's a slippery slope. The tinfoil hat's falling
0: off. Yeah. I mean, oh, here's, here's the thing. Like, he was playing at fire for so long because, like, he was the type of guy that, like, where everything was a conspiracy. Right? I mean, he believed, like, or purported anyway, like, every conspiracy and every theory, no matter how wrong or right it was. Like, I remember like, he would have... He would have people like that guy, like that guy David Icke on. David Icke is the guy who thinks that like the royal family are like reptilians and like major people are all like like, like the the world has been infiltrated by reptilian aliens, like absolute bonkers, like nonsense. Like he'll have now that's the type of stuff that like he'll he'll run also, but then like he'll also like say stuff like that's actually like Wasn't he talking about Epstein in the beginning? Who specifically? Alex, Alex Jones, yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: he had a jump on that for sure, yeah. Right, and, and you know, and of course, because he was saying it, no one really, like, believed it, and it was a conspiracy theory for the longest time, and then all of this stuff came out, and now everybody accepts that stuff as fact now. You know? And the
1: Jeffrey Epstein thing is just as clear as day, it'll never be more clear um that that's incredibly fishy get out of here when you're a high profile client uh or high risk you have two guards watching you 24 7 there's no way and with their sole jobs being to uh stop him from killing or harming himself right to make sure that he's like a, a he has to testify and follow through and you know just that's what it's all about um And then the camera footage is like, oh yeah, we lost it. Just what more do you want, right? They're spoon feeding you, hey, we're lying to you. Like just accept it, do not deny it, right? It's unbelievable if you do. And it's tough what to believe because you see things like that. And then there's really no press. And what I mean, press in every sense of the word, the press isn't talking about it. And the people aren't being held responsible when they should be, right? Very obviously. And you have the truth spunkled by a madman in Texas ranting and then he gets taken down and has an insane (laughs) lawsuit where he's now, you know, the guy's going to be broke. I mean, it's very clearly targeting him. It's just, it's all so weird and mischievous. And it, you know, even to begin to try to understand it is painful and it just hurts. I don't know what to do. I don't know the answer and it's scary.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it really is a lot it's a lot to think about and it's a little it's a little you know unsettling when you think about it right I mean you, you, it's a little uncomfortable to think about certain uh you know realities and, and and truths that could be possible about our world you know it's a little bit I think I think some things are a little bit uncomfortable for think, people to to think about um I feel like we- both, you know in terms of being
1: political pawns and citizens like are we being manipulated are we being lied to and taken advantage of i think it's a clear yes but what's scary to think about is how much how much is my life manipulated right how much is and not even me on a personal level but more so like the way the tax system is set up right how much is it designed for that that goal in mind of long-term debt and payback you know what i mean yeah
0: You know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, what, what is, what, what, what is the, what is it really, how, is it really, how are things stacked against me, really? What's, what's the score really, right? I mean, do we, you, because, because, because you're saying everybody hears one thing, then you see you go out in the real world cuz that's the thing is that you go out in reality and then you observe things about your own reality that are different from I'm not just talking about like, like 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 conspiracy I'm not listen this is not going off the rails on like I'm talking about like just your own understanding of the world and what they say it is and it's supposed to be when like they think that we're all a lot dumber than we really are right I mean I'm not, I'm, I'm not going hardcore tinfoil hat here. I, I do want to make that very clear. <laughs> no, no,
1: you're not. You're not at all. We're saying the same thing. We're, you know, and you're making great points that add on to it. Um, that's what's really frustrating is that as time goes on, they're not even trying to pull the wool in front of our eyes. It's just like, take it. Like, what? What do you mean? Like, the COVID thing was just a, a restriction paradise. It was really just a complete government takeover, a tryout. It's like, let's try this out. Let's see how much we can get away with. Let's push them, like, there was pushback, and I'm shocked there wasn't more pushback on it. They they, they had a field day with it, and it was, yes, was it helpful in certain cases? Kind of, it, but also in other states where they had the lowest restrictions, Florida had the same death rate throughout COVID that New York did, and Florida's common age is significantly higher, Right. And they had, they couldn't have more opposite restrictions, crazy restrictions, no public places and gatherings, six feet apart, and Florida had none of that stuff. So for them to, to have the same death toll per average or per capita, whatever the, the statistic may be, with New York is just mind-boggling to me, right? It's like two different ways, two different approaches, two different states and climates, two different demographics, it's
0: just why it's like. So what works? It's you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, and and it's like you know what. What could have been going on while everybody was locked up, you know, locked up in their homes, basically, you know, like what? I'm sure there was some kind of you know. They were doing. They're you know they 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 obviously they were trying out things and they were they were doing something right. I mean they're doing. What do you? What, what plummeted? What did you say plummeted?
1: Test scores and GPAs have plummeted
0: for students. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. That's a that's a whole. I didn't even I didn't even think about that. That's a. I think you know that's a combination of of a, of a couple of things. I think right. I it's a combination of of of. Everyone's doing has to all of a sudden do Zoom lessons, so it's very easy to you know not actually. Me and
1: you would have absolutely.
0: Dude, I did. I was I was still in school when it first happened.
1: I would have been playing Xbox, without
0: a doubt. I I did my last two semesters during COVID. During the beginning of COVID. And and let me tell you, um you can definitely see how uh you know, there's a lot of room for students to not really take it seriously. And and also because it, it's very easy to figure out how to cheat on Zoom if you if you really wanted to, and also, you know, like you said, the, the motivation to pay attention is very low. And you know, also, it's like really you can do whatever you want because what are what is the teachers or the school or anybody actually going to do? You're already at home. We're
1: gonna, gonna drive them at my house and come in my room. You couldn't if you wanted to of covid and six
0: feet and risks and whatnot yeah it's like you're gonna send me to detention like what do you what are you really gonna do you're in your house i'm in my house there really is nothing you can do to me directly that's gonna change my behavior so obviously the motivation i think for a lot of students just went completely away because there really was nothing legitimate holding them back from doing whatever the hell they wanted right
1: Thankfully, my job is tracked and very easily tracked, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when it's something like sales and it's commission-based. So so I have all the incentives I need to work and work hard, and that's working in my company's favor. But there says a lot about kids going to school and commuting. I think it prepares you for the real world. So you got to wake up early. You got to get dressed and look presentable. You know, you have to leave on time. You have to make sure that you have all your things packed and with you. I think that is really important, a really important aspect of school that these kids aren't going to get or going to get at a weird, uh, you know, weird increments on, off, back home, go to school. Yeah. You know, that was always very important in my eyes as a kid, structure and waking up, being responsible, making sure you got, oh my God, what a lisp, making sure you got your shit together. Excuse me.
0: No, you're good. Um, you know, I, I always looked at it like this. I always looked at it, you know, um college prepares you for your job and your career but like high school and like 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 primary secondary school like high school especially that prepares you for life like that's the whole normal like school structure but you know pre any type of pre university like the that stuff um like your 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 public uh, what we you, you would consider public education years, um, you know, so to speak. Um, that's it's it's very it's more for it's life skills. A lot of it is life skills, learning, like you were saying, work you know work ethic and you know how because high school is is a a um, it's like a metaphor for the real world, and you figure out how to act and interact. With different, you know, different type of social structures and different types of people. And it's a similar, you know, mix to what you would you would find in the real world. So uh, I, I think in, in a lot of ways, uh, you know, for the rest of your life, I think even high school is even more valuable than college as far as just for the rest of your life, you know, because there's so much more important stuff there.
1: You know, definitely did school wrong as a kid, and that's probably coming into the equation as well. You know, looking back from a mind that's that's a much older now, in the moment, you know, I really didn't take school very serious at all. And it's, it's obviously a big regret, but there's nothing I can do. I'm not going to really dwell on it too much. But it's, uh, it's so valuable for the shaping, you know, of the future. It really is. And that being said, there's a lot of room for encouragement, and there's a lot of room... The words escaping me right now, but um, you know, you can convince them, and shape them, and mold their mind to feel and think a certain way, and that's uh both very valuable and dangerous at the same time.
2: Yeah.
1: Especially when it's done digitally.
2: Yeah.
1: No, please. it's the first time it's happened. There's no playbook. This hasn't happened. You know. Oh, let's look back. You know. At the Spanish flu, it's like yeah, they didn't have Zoom in
0: the nineteen hundreds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, Look, first of all, like don't don't feel bad about your academic career because because you, you know you were you were just growing up and you were learning too and look, you still learn a lot from it, right? Obviously, you still learn from it, so it wasn't a complete you know waste of an experience. Yeah. You know, so don't don't feel badly about that. Um, You know, and also um, just, you know, for the Zoom thing, you know, like you got to give a lot of credit to these teachers that stayed around and continued to teach on Zoom during the, you know, the pandemic. Because like we, you know, like we're talking about, it was really tough and they didn't really, all of a sudden they really didn't have a lot of real authority and it became very, you had to learn a completely new way to teach basically overnight. And you know, it, it, a lot like you said, like you were saying, there's no, there is no, you know, textbook and there's no rule book to how to how to deal with these things, and so they they had a uh, their work cut out for them. It was very much an uphill battle for the teachers that stayed around because look, a lot of them, I'm sure you heard these stories too. A lot of them left. Um,
1: yeah, no, they they did, which opened up a lot of new jobs for younger people and maybe less qualified people. I'm not saying that they're not qualified, but. In some places, they they were
0: struggling to fill.
1: You know, yeah, exactly. It's a filling spots, And it's like, all right, you're a teacher and Zoom class starts at this time. Like, it's like a very, like, you didn't learn about that in college at all. Did you take any college courses about teaching on Zoom? Like, probably not. So, um, but also, at the same time, you're absolutely right. Tip of the cap to teachers who had to adapt on the fly, too, just like the kids maybe yeah. more they have to change the way that they've taught and got across and i'm sure teachers to an extent are measured on how their kids test scores and how they perform um so yeah good on them and you know it, that must have been really difficult for them and certainly deserves to be paid more
0: i mean you're you're talking to one of the most pro-education pro-teacher people that i that i know so uh yeah, I'm, uh, I'm right there with you on that. I mean, especially when you, you take into account all the unpaid hours that they work, you know, before, not on the clock, all the extra work that they do. Like, they have to do homework. Like, most jobs, this, this is one of the problems I have with school is that, you know, they make homework mandatory, but for most jobs, homework's not going to be mandatory. You're not going to have to bring your work home with you at most jobs, right? I mean, you don't bring your work actually home with you, like, after hours, right? I mean
1: like send emails and make schedules
0: and stuff but not to that extent that Yeah. Yeah. Gone. No, absolutely not. And that's the thing is like why are we why are we teaching that type of a work ethic when it's not going to be required of everybody? Like teachers have to do it because they have to do it. And if they care any if they care about the job anyway, they 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 kind of have to put in those extra hours. And they should definitely be paid more just, you know, for that reason alone.
1: But I mean, teachers are a sweet gig, and you can coach like a team. You can you know they deserve to get paid more? But if they're getting paid more, then you have all those other benefits. That'd be a phenomenal job. And when you have phenomenal jobs with great compensation, you're going to bring in better candidates, yeah. and they're going to best people for the job because they're wanting to work there, not needing to fill in a spot. And I think that says a lot about the American education system. Is... more of an incentive to bring on more qualified and intelligent candidates who are better suited for the job <laughs> to pay higher.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, we Dylan, like we could do like I could do hours on the problems I've seen with the education system. Like why is there why do we why do we pay teachers on a tenure system when no no one else does that in like the the western world anymore? Like er, shouldn't they be paid by performance? You know, based on performance like everybody else is in the entire like working world. Like right. what why is the it just creates you know, an opportunity for people who just don't give a crap to just f- feed off the system. Yeah,
1: when teachers get tenure, it's just like it's good on them. Like they, I, I want that so bad. <laughs> you know, I
0: can. Yeah, it, like that, why? Why should a why should a good teacher that's only been working two years get paid less than a horrible teacher that's been working ten years? Like that's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Well said. Really, really good. <laughs>
0: It's just, it's so much, and they, those people get such a raw deal, and they're some of the best, most excellent people that you could ever hope to meet, and they just get so overlooked, and they just get so screwed over in our society, and it's just, it's not right, because they're so freaking important, you know? It's a scary
1: place, man. It really is. But I'm hopeful, we're hopeful, man.
0: You can You have to. You have to find. You have to find reasons to continue to be hopeful in 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 a in a, in a world like this, in the world like the one that we live in, because it's, it's just it's so it's so crazy, and there's so many reasons to, to get to get down and to feel not hopeful. <laughs> Don't get down, y'all. Yo. You knew it
1: was coming. <laughs> 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 you have not to completely pivot here, but it's relevant for me and you. Blood orgy. We to together like three times, right?
0: We almost tried Bo Park together like three
1: times. <laughs> I'm making it right now, dude. I've been at a stall for hours. I put it in at 9 a.m. It's fucking 424, and it's only at 151 degrees. Now, for anyone listening, and if, you, if you are at this point still, thank you. Um, you can take <laughs> your tinfoil hat off at this time. Yes. And in your seatbelt.
0: <laughs> Congratulations.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, you put it in. Um, at around, you know, 32 to 40 degrees, the pork butt, and you want to cook it until it reaches 202 to 203 degrees, at which point you want to wrap it and let it sit at room temperature, kind of like resting a steak. The difference is it's a big cut of meat with a bone in it. So you want to rest it for hours. So this is going to be like a 12 hour smoke and then I'm going to have to let it rest for two hours. So this is wild. I mean... Steve, how long did we cook that other pork shoulder when you were at my parents with me?
0: Like, you were already cooking it when I got there. And I think I got there at, like, 1. And you were still cooking it when I left. The sun was down. It was, like, yeah, 7 eight. or 8. Yeah. you're probably, like, 8. eight uh, so that's, that's 8 hours and... <laughs> You were cooking before I got there and after I got there, so it was way more than eight hours.
1: It's well worth it.
0: Well, I wouldn't know. I never got to taste the meat. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: dude. When you come down, buddy, uh, we'll definitely do a lot of podcasts here. Maybe we'll film one or two. Yeah.
0: We're gonna have a blast. We'll make some. I'll wake you up if I have to to give you some barbecue. Oh hell yeah, let's let's do it, dude. I'm so down. I I told you, I told you when I'm thinking about coming down. So we're working on that right now.
2: Yeah, when are you thinking? End of February, you said.
0: Oh, I I don't have an exact date yet. Um, they said spring, so I'm gonna keep you updated on it. I'm gonna keep you updated when I get the exact date. Yeah.
1: You should come down and then go see Mike Larkin after. I
0: could do that could make it a a, a toofa it's a toofa a terrible toofa oh my god <laughs> what is that from? uh, <laughs>
1: uh
0: or what is it was it the the poltergeist episode of american dad oh i i love that episode that's a
1: good episode it yeah, is a
0: good episode Two? Yeah, they did uh P- what, Peter Peter Geist. Peter Geist.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's the same writer, so it's not like a, a ripoff off if it's the same writing. You know what I mean?
0: But like it's it's they, they do it a little bit a little bit differently though in each one, you know, cuz each show is a little bit different. So like American Dad's more uh, like raunchy. American Dad is a lot more raunchy they're, they're a lot, they're a lot less uh, no, actually, they're more cavalier about it than Family Guy is. I think with the this. No yeah, yeah, and there's no cutout. Yeah, I was saying it's more character-driven, and the and the, the it's just written. It's written a lot more intelligently, I think, than Family Family Guy is. Not a very smartly written show. I'm not saying it's dumb, but it's it's it tends to be lazily written, and I think that that, that most people will will, you know, concede that at this point. Um, but it's also just, uh, you know, it's just not the same, it's a lot, it's a lot less in, you know, you don't have to think about as much for family, the family guy humor is like spoon fed to you, right? Yeah.
1: Recently, I find in the newer seasons, they, they literally explain the joke to you at times. Yeah. People like it's funny because it's from a movie. And it's like yes, I know, you
0: know, like. But it's like you have to get the joke. If you only if you if you've seen the movie, you won't get the joke if you haven't seen it. So we're gonna explain the entire thing first before you even like get it, so you can get it and you can laugh at it. But it's like if you had to like explain it to me, then like it's not that funny if you have to explain the joke, as you yeah. you know, yeah.
1: here and
0: plug whatever we need to plug because my phone is gonna die oh wow well, you know what we had a good that was that was pretty good um I had, a blast, dude. I had a blast too thank you for for coming on and doing this um you know I don't know really, you know my instagram steve at stevenix um stevenix and then you know twitter facebook you know you look at the pages the show pages and um and yeah and uh you know the, the we'll, we'll link I'll have my login link the uh social media info in the description. So uh so yeah. So thanks everybody for listening. Um this was a surprise Mike Clark is gonna be very surprised when he finds out about this. So thanks everyone for uh for coming on. Thank you, Dylan, for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks for This is a, this is a lot yeah. of fun. We definitely should do this again soon. And uh yeah, until next time, uh, you know, be good, be safe. Uh take care of yourself and, and blah 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 blah. <laughs> YouTube, <my friend. laughs> wow. all right That's peace so all right